Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a minute to talk to you about making authentic friendships. You might remember the founder, Juliana Featherman, from episode 34 of Adventures in Autism. She is an autism sibling who created this amazing interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, interest, diagnosis, and geographic location. Parents and caregivers can also sign up to connect with other parents and caregivers. For more info or to sign up, head to makingauthenticfriendships.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 84. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen today. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you have been listening, thank you so much for coming on back. And especially thank you for coming back during this crazy time that we are all living. I know our schedules are off, our routines are out of place. And honestly, I'm finding a hard time <laughs> to, to listen to my podcasts as much as I enjoy them. And they are a welcome distraction and just kind of a little mental break for me. I am not doing all my typical things that I normally do when I listen to podcasts. I mean, I'm doing some of them, but I also am just dealing with a lot of new normal, basically. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, This is going to be a solo episode, so just me, no guest. And honestly, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this episode because I had mentioned last week, but I had done a poll on Instagram to see if people were tired of talking about coronavirus and wanted a distraction on the podcast or if they found it helpful to talk about it. And it was pretty funny because the reaction was like completely split. It was literally like 50-50. Half the people were over it, didn't want to hear about it. And then the other half were like, it's helpful to hear about it and talk about it. So I don't want to you know, exclude those people who are tired of talking about it. But I have to say, especially as time goes on and, you know, we're on like week four million of it at this point of, you know, quarantine, it seems harder to kind of get outside of it. And I feel like for me, I, I just, I have a lot of things that I needed to say. <laughs> so I hope this is going to be helpful for you guys. I'm going to talk about just kind of how we're doing, how we're coping as a family and just, you know, how we're surviving amongst this global crisis. And later I have a little pro con list, if you will, because one thing that's been surprising to me, especially as things were like first kind of snowballing in a bad way and kind of, you know, going downhill, getting worse and worse as far as like cancellations and school closing and everything closing and canceling, I really could only see the negative. And 
I was so scared and so terrified for this situation that we are in right now. And it's one of those things where, you know, you're, you spend a lot of time being scared of it and then it happens and you deal with it. You know, you pull up your bootstraps and deal with it. And I have been surprised as time has gone on that I have been able to find some really great positives in this situation. So I thought I would share those. Hopefully not in an annoying way because I know everyone, all of our situations are unique and different. So this is just my personal take. But to kind of start off, we are doing okay, I would say. Honestly, I think the kids are doing great. The kids are doing better than I would have expected, especially Logan. I mentioned this before, but I was truly just terrified to think of what was going to happen if his schedule fell apart, because we have been in this situation before, not this specifically, but when, you know, we don't have the structure and especially in the summertime, I have talked about this many times, but the summertime is like my, just, it gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. When the school year starts, I'm already dreading the summertime, like truly in September. I'm already thinking, oh my gosh, we only have so many months until summertime, which is part of the reason why I was so freaked out when school started getting canceled. And I was honestly in denial thinking about the fact that school would get canceled. I truly just, my mind couldn't even go there because summertime is really hard for us. Logan just thrives on his schedule. I know many of you listening can relate. I've obviously I've talked to this before and I always have many people, you know, nodding their heads and telling me, oh my gosh, I'm dreading the summertime too. And every year I try to kind of be on top of it and think, okay, this year I've got a great game plan and we're going to have this awesome summer. And not to say that we have like had, you know, haven't had awesome moments in the summer or awesome times. But truly, after every summer, I I feel that I have failed in some way. And I, I'm not saying that for sympathy. I just, like, it doesn't matter what I do. There's always a curveball that comes in the summer. Like, last summer, that was when Logan's anxiety first started to show up. And that has been a beast that we have continued to deal with since then. And honestly, it's gotten better. It's sort of a roller coaster. There's ups and downs for sure. But it was, it was really rough all last summer and... What we definitely have noticed is that any sort of disturbance to Logan's routine tends to up the ante when it comes to his anxiety. And not only just the disturbance to routine, but also just like that lack of routine. So if he goes too many days without having any kind of like structure to his day or, you know, like I said, just that routine that he falls into, that's usually when we see the anxiety kind of goes up and just his more challenging behaviors really present themselves. So that was definitely my biggest concern going into all this was knowing that school was going to get canceled. And at the time when school was canceled, we, we still had ABA therapy. Just this past week, our ABA company decided to completely completely shut down for the foreseeable future. We actually don't even know when it's going to kick back up. Illinois, the governor put out a statement last week or did a press conference saying that 
everything we are continuing to be on, you know, shelter in place, essential workers and businesses only through April. So we've got a few more weeks of this and we are hoping that ABA will resume, um, like, you know, beginning of May, but honestly, who knows <laughs> at this point, I know everyone listening is, is somewhere different. I I've heard different things from many people and, other states, I know some states have already canceled school for the entire year. Allegedly, we are going back to school next month. Do I see that happening? No, but that is what they're telling us at this point. I, I have spoken to both Logan and Liliana's teachers, and they both have said, I don't see that happening, but that's the plan as of now. Again, things seem to be changing, you know, not just daily, but hourly. So who even knows what's going to happen? So same thing with therapy. We're hoping that, you know, we can, we can get back into ABA therapy as soon as is considered safe, but we just don't really know. So that was honestly not a huge surprise to me. I, I'm really thankful that we've been able to have ABA all this time. When school was canceled, I initially thought that ABA would be canceled too. I knew that the center, the ABA center was closing at the same time that the schools had maybe stayed open a couple more days, but I think honestly by that weekend they had closed it. Um, and then the at-home therapy was really just left to the discretion of the therapist and then the families. And we were lucky because Logan's therapy team, he has two therapists and they kind of rotate their schedules and he has his BCBA and they each take three days a week. We do therapy six days a week and they had other families that had canceled therapy. So we, with one of Logan's therapists, we were the only family they were seeing. And then with the other one, they were seeing us and one other family. So they're, you know, they were obviously restricted in the amount of people they were seeing and the houses they were going in and out of. They, both of them normally have like very full caseloads. So we felt okay with that. But then company-wide, his ABA company decided that for, like I said, the foreseeable future, we are going to cancel all sessions. Um, we do have like teletherapy as an option. We have tried a little bit and have not been successful. I don't know how anyone else is doing with the teletherapy. Logan is a very high energy guy and he's, it's difficult even when you are sitting right next to him to kind of keep his attention and, you know, sit his butt in the chair and kind of focus. And that's why a lot of his, his therapy doesn't kind of include movement. So when you are when he has to just be like staring at a screen to work with someone, there's definitely a bit of a disconnect. So we, I'm not, that's not to say we're not going to continue to try because things, you know, may improve. <laughs> um, that's another thing that we are kind of dealing with now because they have put out this, you know, order that we are, everything will be canceled through the end of the month. Initially they were calling the the school closing act of God days. Again, I don't know what people call them in other states. Basically what that means is that they're not like snow days that the kids have to make up. So there was two weeks that were considered active God days. And then we were on spring break last week. So because we know this is going to be, you know, an extended time that the kids will be home, they have kind of upped the ante in terms of e-learning. So for Logan's class and actually for Liliana too, they had just sent like files for us to print because Logan's class most of the kids use a device in his class, but they don't necessarily do a lot of like virtual work. Whereas at our, my, 
what would be Logan's homeschool, like our district school, all those kids have Chromebooks that I don't know if they usually come home or they keep them at school. I think they do go back and forth. Um, so like for a lot of my neighborhood friends who have, you know, kids in, in typical school, they, as soon as this happened, they had brought home their Chromebooks and they had kind of e-learning set up for them. So it was all like ready to go. As far as I know, even that has kind of had like an uptick this week because again, we're really trying to like do what we can to replace school at home, which is interesting. So up until now, Logan has had hard copies of worksheets that I have been working on with him. He is definitely not as engaged with me as he would be, you know, with his teachers. I have sort of been taking a back seat to the e-learning mainly because I have seen that, like I was saying, at this at times like these when Logan has that lack of structure and routine, normally we have major issues in terms of behaviors and his anxiety. But for whatever reason, Logan has been so happy these last few weeks. And honestly, I, I think it's probably a combination of things. I also just think it is like by the grace of God, because <laughs> I think I uh, have been struggling with all this. And I think that this has just been like a gift to me that Logan has been thriving and, and doing really, really well. Now, this is the first week that we don't have therapy. So, you know, I'll report back because up until now we've had at least, you know, we've had like our, our sessions are usually three hours. So he's had that little bit of structure and we usually, we kept it at the same time in the afternoon. So, you know, it was that consistency of every day and that definitely helped. So I don't know going forward, I'm hoping that we will be able to maintain this level of happiness that we have been experiencing. But because of that, I have just been so, so happy to see Logan enjoying this break that he's getting. Because, I mean, this is something that's come up before on the podcast, too. But I definitely have had some major mom guilt in the past with Logan having such a just regimented life and being so scheduled and wanting him to have a break. But then also when I would see him get breaks, often those led to breakdowns and of course, that's the last thing I want for him. So it was just kind of that like push and pull of me thinking, oh, I wish he could like have more time off. I wish he would have, you know, time to just be a kid. But then when we had those times seeing that, okay, that this actually isn't really good for him. So it's really been a blessing to see him like enjoying his time. And not to say that we haven't had, you know, some challenges because we definitely have. Like I said, some of those more challenging behaviors have started to come out a little bit. And they're not necessarily, when I say challenging, I, I don't necessarily mean for him. I mean more for me, which probably sounds selfish, but I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. One of them is screaming. I've mentioned this many times, but Logan is a happy screamer. And me and his BCBA often joke that screaming is like his summertime activity because that is usually when, you know, we have less structure. And for some reason he can be like not screaming at all during the school year. And then like, for some reason in the summertime, we just, the, the screaming, <laughs> it starts and I don't know what it is, but that's what, that's what happens. And I'm just going to be totally honest. There are days when he is so loud and screaming almost constantly. And again, it's a happy scream. It is, he is not in any sort of distress, but it is, it is so loud. And it is like the pitch of it is 
unbelievable. It is so high pitched. It's crazy. And truly like listening to that all day long, like my nerves are just shot. Like I can only handle so much of it before I really feel like I'm going to like lose my mind. And that's kind of where we've been. Some days are better than others. Some days his, his screaming is not so bad. Some moments are better than others. Um, it's definitely though, a lot of his, his like stimming and the, the things that he finds fun are things that are, are tough for me to witness. So like I said, the screaming, that is just like, it makes my sensory auditory go into just way overload. And then the other thing that he does is, and I've met this before too, but Logan loves any kind of ball. Right now he has this soccer ball. It's like black and hologram orange. He got it for Christmas that he is just completely obsessed with. And he runs around the house with it and he he does bounce it like a basketball and he has basketball too that he loves play with also, but he mostly just like runs around and like kind of smacks it and like hits it. And again, he does it really hard. So it's, it's loud. It's all very loud. So, I mean, he wakes up early. So by like six o'clock when he's up, like that's the first thing he wants to do is like run around the house screaming, whacking his ball. And I'm like, I, mom is tired. <laughs> I only have so much patience. I haven't had coffee yet. So that has been an extreme challenge. And I'm sharing this because I'm sure many of you, not necessarily that specific, you know, those specific behaviors, but I'm sure many of you are dealing with those, those more difficult behaviors right now. And I just want you to know I am there with you. We are all in this together. But the reason why I've been able to kind of keep my cool and remain calm is because aside from like the the screaming and the whacking the ball and just generally being so loud he really has been like so happy and so laughing and smiling and cuddling and just Logan is such a joyful kid and there are times when it's like his joy is you just can't you honestly can't help but feel it yourself it's just it's like radiating through his pores and that's truly like how he's been the last few weeks we we've had some moments where you know he might he might have have some difficulty with what what's going on or you know he struggles a little bit but they have been fleeting and they have been few and far between so you know all this to say we like I said we are surviving Logan is doing great my my daughters are are doing very well my youngest Layla this is like business as usual for her. She doesn't go to preschool. Yet. She's she'll actually be two in just a couple of weeks. So we're going to have a, a quarantine birthday party for her, which should be interesting. I, my plan is just to pull out like all the decorations from birthday parties that I've kept over the years, which I don't keep everything, but I love to craft. So when I have like a really cute craft I made for a birthday party, I'll keep that. So she's going to have like a princess trolls, donut superhero mickey mouse rando birthday <laughs> and we'll just pull it all out and make it all work um so that should be fun um but she's she's loving this because i'm home all the time i usually i, I work part-time but i i've been off work for you know three four weeks now and my girls are definitely like mommy's girls they don't like it when they have to leave they don't they don't really want to be left with the babysitter even though the babysitters are my mom and my mother-in-law 
they still, you know, want, want to have me home. Um, so Layla has just been like, truly she is living her best life. She is, I keep joking. She's on Corona time. She wakes up at like 10 o'clock every day. She like rolls out of bed. She's taking these like late afternoon naps, which means she like goes to bed later. Um, but honestly we don't have anywhere to be. So what does it matter? So yeah, she's just like living the dream. She's a super easy, like fun, chill girl. So she's doing great. My middle one, Liliana, is doing well and doing better and better as the weeks go on. It was really hard for her the first couple weeks because she is just a very social creature and she really missed her friends. She really missed going to school. She kept asking me like, well, why can't we have a play day? Why can't we, you know, go over to like we have a bunch of neighborhood friends and, you know, just explaining to her that you know, people are getting sick right now and we want to be really careful. We need to make sure we're washing our hands more. We can't, you know, get germs or catch germs or give our germs out. Um, and she's gotten that now. So she even will say, like, we were talking about going to a restaurant and she's like, well, we can't go now because of coronavirus. Like she's, she's very aware, which is really good. Um, but she still asks often, like, when can I see my friends again? The hardest one for sure is my mom. We have not seen my mom in, yeah, going on three, four weeks now. And my, I mean, all the kids love my mom. Obviously it's hard for her too. We call my mom Mina. It's kind of our nickname for grandma. And Mina is definitely missing the kiddos, but they are missing her too. This was a couple days ago. Liliana asked if she could look at pictures on my phone of my mom just because she said she missed her and she wanted to see her. So we do like we FaceTime with her and, you know, we, we still obviously keep up with her and talk to her, but it's, that's, that's a huge challenge for sure. And something that, you know, I know many of you listening are similar to me where it's like you have kids, you know, kind of like running the gamut in terms of their abilities and, and skills and functioning. And I have to do my best just to kind of, you know, explain this to everyone and in a way that they will understand and, you know, just generally try to keep everyone as healthy and happy (laughs) as I can. Um, Manny is still working. His business is considered essential. He is a parts manager at a Cadillac dealership. So, you know, they have a shop there and they have to fix cars. People still need their cars, cars fixed during this crisis. And like I said, he's a parts manager. So he has to like order all the parts and just kind of oversee that whole department. So he's still been going to work every day, which is definitely a little bit frightening. Um, they have, they have let go many, many people. So there's not very many people he's interacting with on a, a daily basis. And then even with customers, they have like a whole, a whole new process so that people are, are not like coming in the shop or coming in his area. So they're, they're being as careful as they can be. But I mean, obviously now like being out in any kind of a way is a risk. We are taking social distancing very seriously. Um, which I hope everybody is. I think it it really is all we can do at this point, and we have to we have to do our part. We have to do the best that we can. So the nice thing has been I do have a lot of neighborhood friends, and we've done some like driveway dates where you know we'll kind of sit ten feet across from each other and maybe enjoy a cocktail. So that that's been good. I think we're all you know kind of starved for human interaction. Honestly, doing the podcast has been really helpful for me just to like talk to someone 
if, if you're listening and you feel deprived of human interaction, there's like so many ways now that you can connect virtually. And I think sometimes it is so important to just reach out to a friend of yours and be like, hey, can we schedule a phone date? Whether it's, you know, FaceTime or Zoom or just a regular talk on the phone session. Those things are like so incredibly important. And I think they're more readily available now more than ever. So I would definitely encourage you to like take advantage of that and just, just seek it out because I mean, you know, in general, especially these parents, we have a lot <laughs> on our plates and now more than ever, I think we are, we're, we're all, you know, in the same boat here and it's, it's not always easy. That's when everyone asks me like, well, how are you doing? I'm like, I don't even know how to answer that because it, it changes like by the minute, truly. <laughs> like there's, there's moments where I'm, I'm really happy and thinking like, oh, this is actually like a really unique and special time that I get to like be home with my kids and just enjoy them. And then the next moment, maybe I've like read an article that has freaked me out or, you know, heard about the death toll rising, like really very real things. Or my kids are just driving me crazy. Not going to lie. That happens too. And all of a sudden my mood completely shifts and I have been experiencing anxiety for the first time in basically my entire life, like extended anxiety. And that's been a challenge that has definitely been, been difficult. So yeah, when people ask, I'm like, well, the kids are honestly doing very well. I'm like, but I am, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, it's remains to be seen. I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm really trying to be on top of kind of whatever it is that I'm feeling. And I'm extremely lucky that because even though Manny is at work, my sister is here helping me. I know not everybody is so lucky to have help during this time. So I am just truly so, so grateful for her and everything that she's done to help me with the kids and just kind of be a companion at this time because it's, I mean, we're all in isolation, which isolation itself is lonely. So having someone here who I am you know, extremely close with and is also just really helpful. And my kids are really close with has been, it really has been such a blessing. So that's a little bit of what's going on with us. I would love to hear about everything that's going on with you. So I've mentioned a couple of these things that kind of, as we go, but like I said, I have a little pro con list that I'm going to go over. Um, first I'm going to take a quick break and then I'll be right back with my pro con list. Stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like Something Borrowed or Something Blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. 
Okay, so I'm going to jump into this pro-con list that I made. Again, I just want to put out a disclaimer. These are just for me personally, things that I am challenged by or things that I have been like pleasantly surprised by and have been positives during this time. Trust me, I have seen everyone on Facebook, you know, when I scroll through or Instagram talking about how, you know, as mothers, we need to cherish these moments and this is such a beautiful time. And honestly, like I can, I see that in some ways, but I also am like, this is hard. (laughs) And for the parents who are, you know, dealing with all this and then also like working from home and trying to, you know, take care of their families, run their household, and also trying to get actual work done. You guys are the real heroes, the single parents. You guys are my heroes, truly. And like I said, these are all just like, from my perspective, I do think it's important to just have that positive mindset. So I hope that maybe a little bit of this will give you a positivity <laughs> um, or, and, and then the cons too. Just again, we, we all, we're all in this together. And I think especially now it is this, the circumstance is so unique where it's like, it's not just like a few of us that are going through this and can relate to each other. It truly is like the entire planet. If you are a resident of planet earth, you know what's going on here. And we are, we, we all are experiencing this in a different way, but we're all experiencing the same thing. And so I, I think that that is, it's really interesting and it's something that I think for me has like given me some comfort in knowing when I have those hard moments that like, okay, this is not just me. I'm not the only person dealing with this. There are so many other people who are in my shoes right now. So solidarity. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to start with the cons and then we'll end with the, the pros to end on a happy note. Okay, so the number one con to me, and these aren't really in any order, but this truly is the number one, is that people are sick and people are dying. And that is just completely heartbreaking. The fact that, you know, every day the, the death toll is rising, there are more people getting sick. The numbers are scary. And like I said, I've been having crazy anxiety that I normally wouldn't experience. I had to go to the grocery store yesterday. I had a a mask on. My my sister's neighbor was so kind to make us some kind of homemade face masks. I had latex gloves on. I mean, you truly just like can't be too careful right now. And it's it's just an eerie feeling. I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, especially when you're like out in a public space like that. Like I had this tightening in my chest the whole time, just feeling like I needed to kind of like get in and get out. But at the same time, we are obviously trying to avoid being out as much as we can. So it's like when I do get out and go to the grocery store, it's a big trip. I have to get a ton of stuff. So that has been a huge, a huge thing is just kind of like figuring out how to deal with it and knowing that, you know, there are so many people out there who are getting sick and I do not want to be one to catch it. I do not want to be one to spread it and give it out to somebody else. So anyone who is is dealing with this like in a personal way, whether you know you are sick or someone in your family is sick or God forbid you've lost someone, my heart goes out to you. Um, and please reach out to me if you need someone to talk to or any support. Okay, so the next one is also a big one. I have a real fear of regression with Logan, I think most of you listening can relate to this. I mean, Logan works so hard for every skill. And I mean, truly there's, you know, months, sometimes years that go into him learning a new skill. And the idea of him losing 
a skill is just completely devastating to me. And especially at a time like this where, you know, he obviously, like I said, we're, we're not doing ABA right now, but on top of that, the, the services that he does at school, he is not getting OT. He is not getting speech therapy. We actually had just started with a private speech therapist, like a few weeks before this happened. So again, we're, we're working on some, you know, teletherapy things, but it is very different than what he's used to and what he gets at school, just being at school. I mean, the environment that he's in, especially because it is a self-contained classroom, every, everything that they do in that class is working on some sort of skill. Even their downtime is not really downtime. They're, you know, getting that social interaction with each other when they're playing outside. They're, they're getting some of that, you know, that sensory input. So it's like, it's all things that are so beneficial to him. And not that there aren't benefits to being home, but it's like that. Yeah. This, that's a rabbit hole that I have to stop myself from going down. Cause it definitely does. It makes me very, very, very nervous for, for what the future looks like. And like I had said before, but I mean, we struggle in the summers no matter what. And summer is, you know, typically about three months long. And if this, you know, continues as it, as it looks like it will, and it already has for so many of you who already have had school canceled the rest of the year, we're looking at like a five, six month summer. And I mean, for any child that, that is, there is a huge, you know, chance of regression, but for, for kids like Logan, I mean, it's just like, it is imperative that they have these, you know, life altering therapies that are so, so important. So that's tough. And like I said, it's not even something I want to think about too much because there's not much we can do about it right now. So we just have to try to stay positive. And like I said, I'm scared of the regression, but I'm just going to hope for the best truly. And we'll, we'll pick up when we can. Um, okay. So another con for me is financially, this is very scary. And I don't just mean for, you know, our, me personally, but just for our economy for, you know, I mean, this is for this to continue as it has been, we are just truly facing such economic crisis as, as a country. I mean, we already are. So that, that's really scary. Another thing that I honestly can't think about too much, because it's just like, I truly don't know what it, what this is going to all look like when the dust settles. Um, but then for me personally, like I had mentioned before, I, I work part-time, so I'm not like the breadwinner for our family, but you know, I do make some income and I contribute in some way and not having that is, is scary for sure. The the money that I make kind of tends to be like go into our savings or help pay for Logan's therapies or, you know, my daughter takes dance class. Like it's, it's not necessarily paying our, our monthly bills, but it's like, it's doing all the extra stuff. So that's not happening right now. And that is definitely something for us to be, to be nervous about for sure. My next con is that there are no breaks for us right now. As parents, we are all wearing many hats. I personally am, I'm, you know, mom always, but right now I'm also teacher doing homeschooling. I am a therapist in many ways. I'm trying to, you know, do, do speech therapy and do these OT exercises. We have been lucky that his, his school has been really great about setting home materials. So we have things to be working on at home, but I mean, we're, we don't get a break right now. And like I said, I'm not even trying to work from home too. So there's also people who are, they have that additional title of, you know, everything I just mentioned and also whatever your, your job is. So 
as a parent, I think that this is about as high stress as things can get when there's just, there's no break. There is no, it's, I mean, it's, it's set up to sundown, which it always is, but at least, you know, we get that little time when they're at school or maybe they have a play date and they, you know, they have time to play with a friend or they, you know, even with Logan with therapy, it's like, I know he's occupied in therapy. I can like get some stuff done while I know he's busy and that's not happening right now. So again, that mental struggle is, is a huge challenge. Um, and then the last one that I have, and again, I had kind of talked about this before, but just not being able to see your family and friends. It's something that, you know, I, I never really, I definitely took for granted for sure. And I'm, I'm the kind of person who I prioritize my, my friendships, my family members, like really above everything. And I feel like those interactions are always so precious, but it's something that I, you know, I would see a friend and it's like, oh, I can't wait to do this again. And maybe it would be, you know, a month or so or two months depending on the friend. Like some people I see more than others, but it's like, you know, that you're going to see them again sometime soon. Whereas there is many friends right now where you're like, I really don't know the next time I'm going to get to see this person. Like I said, my, my mom, we're going on like a month without seeing her. She is such a huge part of our support system. My, my younger brother, when all this happened, he lives in New Jersey. He came home and we saw him one time before things got, you know, really, we were on like shelter in place or anything here. So we saw him one time right when he got back. Um, and then we haven't seen him and he's not someone we get to see often anyway. So obviously with him being here, it's like, oh, it would be really nice to, (laughs) to hang out with my brother and have the kids get to see their uncle. And that's not happening right now. So that's tough. And it's, it's tough on, on us as adults. It's tough on the kids and it's, it's really heartbreaking. So I'm, I'm really hoping that at some point soon it'll be safe to, to see our family and friends again. So, Okay. That was a lot of, a lot of tough stuff to get through. Now we're going to get to some positive. And like I had said before, I honestly have been pleasantly surprised at some of the positives in this situation. And these might not all appeal to you or be, you know, resonate with you and that's okay. But these are the things that for me have been giving me some solace in this, you know, difficult time. So the number one thing I have is that my family is healthy and that our needs are met. And I mean exactly that. We, no one here is sick. Thankfully, no one close to us. We don't have any friends or loved ones. My my cousin actually is like a confirmed positive case. He lives in the city, so he lives like nowhere near us. I haven't seen him in, in quite a while. Um, so he has been sick, and I, I know his, his wife and his daughter are likely also have whatever he had. And again, there's not a lot of testing happening right now, but all of his symptoms checked out. So that's the only person I know who is like even a possible case. Um, but other than that, everyone I know and love is happy and healthy. And like I said, my, my kids, me, my husband, my sister, everyone who's in this house, we are all healthy. I'm so thankful for that. And like I said, we have our needs met. I, like I said, I was able to go to the grocery store yesterday. It might've been stressful and scary, but I was able to go and, you know, get food for my family. I, when I think about the people who, you know, are going without right now, or maybe like really facing tough times in that way. Um, I don't want to start crying cause I really could like right this second that just breaks my heart into a million pieces. And I just, 
I pray for everyone that there there's a way for you to to get what you need at this time. Um, okay, so the next thing I have is that I personally enjoy that we are just living a slower pace right now. I am not a type A person. I'm really barely even a type B person. I am definitely someone who just has a laid back kind of attitude. I am a go with the flow kind of gal. As much as my kids are very like scheduled and regimented, obviously most of all Logan, that is like not how I like to live my life. If I can just kind of like wake up every day and like go with the flow and see where the day takes me, that just like feels good to me. So as much as I, I do all that and I enjoy that and we I feel like we thrive with his schedule and his routine. And I think it is good for kids to have a schedule regardless, you know, if there are special needs on the spectrum or not. Um, it's, I, I am enjoying the fact that it's like, well, we don't have anything to do today. So, you know, we'll go for a walk. We'll, you know, maybe we'll watch a movie. I mean, it's just like very laid back kind of activities. I will say, now that this is should be on my, my list also, I don't think I have it on here, but as a pro, the weather is starting to warm up. I live in Chicago. It is very cold here. The weather is extremely unpredictable. Like, you know, March, April can basically just be complete winter months. Last year when we had the girl's birthday in April, we had a big party for them, like mid-April. We had a complete snowstorm. Like there was like several inches of snow on the ground. I don't, If you followed me back from... Halloween, we had a huge snowstorm in October. The weather here is insane. So we've definitely had some cold. We've had some chilly days, but today it's like 75. It's beautiful. So the the weather warming up and us being able to like get out of the house and just like go for a walk every day has honestly been huge. Um, and that's just kind of what I mean by the, the slower pace. Every day we go for a walk. It doesn't matter what time it is. We usually try to go like kind of late morning, early afternoon before the girls, you know, take their, their naps and we do kind of rest time, um, which again has been pushed back later and later as, as our days kind of seem to start later and later. Um, but Logan's bus usually comes at like five to seven. So he's, he's gone. He's out the door by seven o'clock. And even though I, you know, I get like his clothes ready the night before I make his lunch the night before it is still like a hectic, you know, waiting for the bus to come get him off to school kind of thing. And then I have a little bit of downtime before I have to then drive Liliana to school. And she's in preschool for, you know, really short, it's like two and a half hours. So I maybe can get like one errand done or come home and have a little bit of chill time with Layla. And then her and I are back in the car going to get her from school. And then it's, it's come home. We got to do lunch. We got to do nap time. Oftentimes that's when I record my podcast and then it's like Logan's home from school and then he has therapy. I mean, the days are just, they're busy. So having this, like, we, I mean, my kids still wake up early. Logan is usually up. He's actually been doing a little better. We've had many more like 6 a.m., 6.30 days as opposed to 5 and 5.30. So I will definitely take that. But I mean, we just, we get to like sort of chill and I can like make my coffee and just relax. And, you know, he's, like I said, in the morning, he's ready to just play and <laughs> entertain himself. So it's, it's really been, that has been one of the best things to me is just kind of like having, having this like slower pace. I have really been enjoying that. And I've been enjoying the, the, 
the quiet mornings of not having somewhere to go. Um, okay. The next one, even though, like I said, I have been seeing many people post about this and I do roll my eyes a little bit. Um, the, the quality time can't be ignored. It really, it really is something that I think not only is this important for, you know, us with our kids, but just for, for me, it's like, I have three kids and as siblings, especially cause Logan is so busy. The girls don't always get to like do stuff with him during the day. He's, he's got stuff going on. So for them, like seeing them really interact together, like more than ever is very special. And what I keep going back to, and whether you are annoyed by the quality time comment or not, I think this is important to remember is that, you know, I don't think our kids are going to look back on this time and think of it as like stressful and scary. Like we are the parents, I mean, I hope they don't because I feel like they are just enjoying this time together. Logan, especially he is, I think that's one of the reasons why he's been doing so well is he is never happier than when we are just all together. And granted, like Manny's at work, but I mean, I'm home all day. My sister's here with us. My sister is like an extension of me. So, I mean, he's just, I think that's one of the reasons why he's been able to be like more at peace in this situation is that as much as it's outside of his typical routine, it's like every day is sort of similar right now. And I think he's finding comfort in that. And we are trying to, even though it's a very loose schedule, we are trying to like keep the schedule of like, you know, we kind of have our, our, our morning time, some chill time. And then we have our, our walk time. Then we have our rest time. Then we have our work time. So that to me is, is something I keep reminding myself is that, yes, this is stressful for me, but like my kids, I really feel like are going to look back at this time and have like good memories of it. I think they're going to remember us all being together. And like, like this past weekend, all we did was watch movies on Disney plus and I, we made like 10 bowls of popcorn. And I think that is, those are the kind of things that I remember from my childhood. Like those, those days that I, you know, spent with my mom and my family, my brothers and sisters that like feel so special. And I just, I think that's important for us to remember as, as parents right now, as much as like we are stressed, we don't want to project that under our kids. We want them to be able to look back on this time and like, remember in a good way and not in a stressful way. Um, so my next one, again, I said this before, but my sister is here. That is a huge pro. (laughs) If you have listened to any of the episodes that she has been on, which is several at this point, um, my sister is my best friend. She is just my, she's, I, I mean, I don't have any words to describe her. Um, like I said, if you've listened to, to some of our banter, you might, you might get it, but we are, very close. (laughs) Um, and she's just, she's there for me in such a, such a huge way always. And especially right now, like, I mean, she is is single and she lives alone. So she's happy to be here too. Cause I mean, I mean, I'm sure it, the people who are completely alone right now, I feel, I feel really bad that she has some friends who are completely alone right now. And that's gotta be tough. Like you, you want to be like with your people at a time like this, but obviously when you're being safe, that's not always the best practice. So her being here is, is honestly such a gift. And as much as I'm sure she's happy to be here and not be alone, I'm sure she also would like to have, you know, a little more quiet time, (laughs) but she's choosing to be here. So I'm so, so thankful for that. 
Um, okay, so my next pro is just the virtual resources expanding and more things becoming available, not just within like our, our school district, which we have been so lucky. I've heard from people who they've said like they have barely heard from their, their kids' teachers, um, which is crazy to me because I we have done zoom calls we i've been in constant communication with emails and just regular phone calls talking to logan's whole whole team liliana's school we've just been really lucky to have you know people who really care about us in our in our corner and and trying to help us kind of get through this time um but not only that but i mean like there there's authors like children's book authors doing like virtual story time there's like zoos doing you know virtual tours and stuff and I mean, not all of this is going to appeal to you, but there's got to be like some, some stuff that you're interested in. Liliana's dance class, they're doing like virtual dance class. So she gets to, you know, watch this video for her dance class and she loves dance class. So she obviously misses it, but it's really fun for her to just like see her teacher and then still kind of do her dance class. She's doing like, they're doing actual Zoom calls with their entire class a couple times a week, which is it's very cute. It's also really crazy. <laughs> Not a lot actually gets discussed, but it's just nice for them to kind of have that that face-to-face time. And again, there's just we we finally have started doing ABC Mouse with our kids, which I've seen the commercials for for like years and I wasn't really sure how how great it really was, but Liliana especially was not really enjoying her schoolwork in terms of like the worksheets that was being sent home. It was hard. We were having some battles and I like I had said before, I'm not trying to add more stress right now. Um, so we were like, okay, we'll give this ABC mouse a try. And she absolutely loves it. She's been without a fight doing it every day. And the nice thing too, is it's like, you can kind of just like do as much as, as you want. So some days she wants to sit there and she'll be doing it for like 45 minutes. Other days she only wants you maybe 15 minutes and she's done, but it's like, she's really, she's getting a lot from it, which is awesome. And there's, there's just so many things like that, that I maybe wouldn't have done otherwise, but it's like, we have this opportunity now and I'm actually really impressed with a lot of it. And then I kind of on that same note, but not only, you know, do we have these like virtual resources, but also just like virtual ways to connect with people. Like I had said before, one of the huge cons here is not being able to see our family and friends. But I think that there is there's a feeling in times of crisis like this where, you know, people kind of step up and look out for each other in a way that they normally maybe don't or maybe don't make such an effort to. And of course, you wish that it didn't have to come with the crisis, but it really is so amazing to see people step up. And just within my own circle, like I, I'm blessed to have some really amazing friends and I've had so many people just send me a text like, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're doing okay. I'm getting like emotional thinking about it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing to know that people that are there for you, they're just really there for you. And it's not, it's not just about, you know, like, going out for dinner and having drinks. It's it's really just about like your well-being and them checking in on you and you checking in on them. And my sister has actually been really good at this. She has done like virtual happy hours with her friends. One of them had like a virtual birthday party. Um, her and I watched cats on Zoom with her friends. <laughs> like it was, it was an interesting experience. Cats was really crazy. <laughs> um, she's been doing like virtual trivia. So there, there's like so many different ways to connect with people now that it just makes us really, makes me really thankful that this is all happening now when we have a list available to us. Cause honestly, even like a few years ago, this wouldn't have been 
this would not have been what it is now. But to be quarantined with like, you know, Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus, really, we are so privileged, truly. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one I have in this list, and this is true, we are all saving a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know how, how you are, but my my family, my sister, we have, aside from, you know, getting like groceries and necessities, I mean, we have not eaten out at all. We have not gone out. We have not spent really any money. I went, I had to get gas last, just a couple of days ago. And I, I mean, I drive a minivan. I have a huge tank and it was like $20 to fill up my tank, especially again, cause I'm not working right now. I have no income coming in. That is, that's definitely a pro. So yeah, saving money. It, it also just makes you realize like we don't need anything. I feel like oftentimes we get into this. I, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but this culture of like, you know, Instagram and it's like every other thing is not just an ad, but also like, you know, an influencer telling you like, I have these jeans and they're amazing. I have these shoes and you need them. I have this hair tie and it's so great. And it's like, you just are always like bombarded with things to buy and like what you need. Whereas right now we are all home in our sweatpants and we realize that is all we really need. Um, so honestly, there's probably more pros, but these are just the ones that I came up with for now. So that is all for today. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Please reach out to me. Let me know your pros and cons, how you're doing, what you are struggling with, what you have been pleasantly surprised by in this whole thing. Um, again, I am thinking about all of you more than anything. I am just hoping that you are all safe and healthy and that nobody has, you know, actually contracted coronavirus. If you have, reach out to me. Let me know how you're doing. I did have somebody ask me if there if there's anyone listening who has actually been through it and if they would be willing to share their experience. So, if that is you and you would like to be a guest, please reach out to me. Let me know. I would love to hear. I think for so many of us it's just the unknown is so scary. So, hearing these stories of people who've actually like lived through it and especially people in our situation who, you know, have kids with special needs, it's it's a it's a unique situation to be in. Um so, yes, I'd be interested in that too. Again, though, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, if you have been listening and enjoying the show and thought, "Hey, that would be fun." Please reach out to me. The best way to do that would be email. If you would shoot me an email and just let me know a little bit about your backstory, what you want to talk about on the episode. I have been recording a lot. So I have a lot of great episodes in the bank. And while we're all home with not much to do, I would love to chat with you. (laughs) So please reach out to me. Uh, If you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast or on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod. I don't even think I mentioned my email before, but it was, if you want to, if you want to connect over email, it's, uh, adventures in autism, 2018 at yahoo.com. Sorry guys, my brain, it's not working so good right now, but that is all for today. Thank you so, so much for listening. Like I said, this is crazy times. I so appreciate you carving out some time to enjoy the podcast. If you have been enjoying the podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review, especially those on Apple Podcasts. They really, really help people to find the show. And I just am so appreciative of every every single one of you who are listening. So more to come next week. I have, like I said, many great episodes that I've been working on. And especially like this is April, we're in Austin Awareness Month. I had some big plans, <laughs> some things that I wanted to do for this month that likely are not happening. Oh, I did want to mention, I was hoping 
if you've been listening, you know, I had said that I wanted to do an event this year. That was like my big goal for the year. It is still my goal. I was really hoping that this event would happen like in the summer because in Chicago, you know, the weather's nice. (laughs) Then it's the kind of, we have a very limited time of that. Um, it does not look like that will be likely at this point because of the coronavirus. So I am going to put that on hold, but it is still going to happen. So I just want everyone to know if, if you were interested in coming to the event, I got so many people reaching out to me who are interested. Thank you so much for your interest. Maybe now we can shift it to like fall ish time. Um, I mean, honestly, just when like, when things get better basically is when I will resume my planning of all that stuff. So that is all for now. And until next time, take care.